Hey guys, this is John Barksell, and I just want to tell you, if you haven't listened to the Three Ball Podcast, you're missing out on a host that's headed for brighter lights and bigger things. Galt Goldman has a plethora of accurate statistics, and his sports acumen, acumen is second to none. Look out, Stephen A., Skip, Pollock, Cowherd, Patrick. He's next. Catch him now so you can say you were there in the beginning. Hello and welcome back to the Three Ball Podcast, everybody. Today is going to be a little short, a shorter episode uh, because I wanted to kind of save some stuff for Wednesday and Thursday and Sunday. Uh, Sunday, I think Connor should be on the podcast. Don't know for sure. Uh, last Sunday, I didn't do one. It was Mother's Day. You know, I take that day off, you know, to hang out with my mom and stuff like that. But here we go. Well, let's get to the podcast. So today's topics, um, Jalen Brown's out for the season, unfortunately. Uh, sad. I'm going to be talking a little bit about that, how that affects the Celtics. Uh, Russell West, Russell Westbrook broke the triple double record. I'm a huge Russ supporter, so I'm gonna be talking about that. And then the the big title of the video: the Jacksonville Jaguars, the circus that they're running over there in Jacksonville, and how is Tony Khan running two failing businesses or two failing things? I don't even know. So talk about that. <laughs> Let's start off first with Jalen Brown. Uh, you know he's played pretty good this season. Let me see if I can pull up his stats real quick. Um, I like him, you know, uh, I didn't think he should have been the third overall pick when he did get drafted three, but obviously he's played pretty well. Um, this year he was an all-star, played 58 games, around 35 minutes a game. I'm um, shooting 48% from the, uh, from the floor, 39% from the three-point line, uh, 24 points, uh, not even a block, half a block a game, 1.2 steals, 3.4 assists, and 6 rebounds a game. He's playing pretty good. He played played pretty well in the Celtics' weird season. Uh, it's it's weird, though, because the Celtics are an underachieving team this year. Obviously, they had the injuries to Kemba. Uh, Jeff Teague didn't really pan out the way most Celtics fans wanted him to pan out. Uh, they could have just brought back Isaiah Thomas to do more than Jeff Teague did. And I actually like Jeff Teague, but I, you know, he didn't play well this last season, so we've got to point that out. Um, I don't know. Who do you blame for this Celtics season? You can blame the injury bug. You can, I, you can blame Brad Stevens, but I wouldn't blame Brad Stevens. Uh, I just think it comes down to they overpaid Kemba. They don't have a real superstar on the team. They don't have a real star on the team either. Uh, Tatum's working his way up there, but I don't think he's won yet. He has games where he scores 12 points. It's, it's, your star can't have a game where he goes for 12, where he doesn't get injected or injured. And he just scores 12 in the entire game. He plays the entire game, and he's not in foul trouble either. He's just missing shots. Can't go with that. So, yeah, I think the Celtics, I don't think they have a real shot to win the title this year. They're going to make the playoffs, I think. But, uh, you know, we'll see how the playing goes. And, yeah, LeBron also makes his return tonight. And speaking of the East, LeBron makes his return against the Knicks tonight. Uh, the Knicks are doing better than the Celtics at this point. So, you know, hey. Uh, so, yeah. Now, let's move on to the next part. Russell Westbrook breaks the triple-double record. Um, I'm in Russ. I'm a huge Russ supporter. Uh, if you didn't, well, I really don't even talk about Russ that much as a Russ supporter. But if... You see me comment on Instagram, it'll probably be defending Russ. But, um, Russ, Russ broke it. Um, let's look at his stats for this season. The Wizards looking like they're going to they're gonna make the play-in tournament. And, you know, we'll see. 
We'll see how they do. He's averaging 22 this year, 11.6 assists, and 11.6 rebounds. Very good season right there. He has four seasons of a triple-double. He's led the league in assists three times. Uh, he had it in the game last night when he breaks the triple-double record. He misses the, you know, some clutch shots. They, they lost. They didn't have Bradley Beal. You, there's no way the Wizards can win games without Russ and Bradley Beal. You gotta have some. You gotta have some players. Denny is out. Russ is Russ is by himself right now. Bradley's out. I think you gotta. You can't expect Russ to win a game against the Atlanta Hawks when there's no other superstar. The Hawks are much better coached with Nate McMillan. And Scott Brooks is, you know, Scott Brooks. So, hey, I don't like Scott Brooks that much, but everybody's entitled to their own opinion. So, yeah, uh, it's, it's just a tough season for Russ. Uh, they're going to make the play-in tournament. Uh, it looks like they got the play-in tournament locked in, so hopefully they make the playoffs as the 8th seed or 7th seed. So now let's move on to the big title of the video. The Jacksonville Jaguars are a circus. Now, let's get what this means. I think Urban Meyer is a very successful college coach. Very successful college coach. I think he will, right now he has done an idiotic, I think it's fair to say that idiotic job of running the Jacksonville Jaguars in his decisions. Now, we can go over those decisions in a second, but i just like to point that out. I think Urban Meyer is a very successful college coach. When times get tough, he is much like, uh, Normal people, when he says, ah, my heart, I gotta quit. Ah, you know, hey, it's not really my thing, I gotta quit. Um, so I think he is he's very, he has the tendency to quit when going gets tough. Uh, like a lot of people do, I'm not gonna lie about that. A lot of people have that quality, so it's not a surprise that Urban has the quality. <laughs> so, let's just get to it, his... Some of his decisions have been idiotic, and I think it's fair to say that. Uh, his uh, strength and conditioning coach he hired, uh, last, he was at Iowa, I do believe, and he got fired for having racist, racist accusations against some overworking players, and you bring him in, then he quits? That's an idiotic decision. Why would you hire this guy? Because he's your friend. You're running this company like it's... <laughs> yeah, you're running this football team like... You just, you just do whatever you want. This The Jacksonville Jaguars are a top-five worst-run organization right now. You have Tony Khan, who's running a failing wrestling company right now, in my opinion. He said you were going to be different from WWE. In reality, you haven't been. You say you spend millions of dollars on each show, and you, you're not even getting a million. You're not even getting a million viewers on most shows. I would call that a failing wrestling company. Impact, <laughs> Impact is a failing wrestling company too, so, you know, hey, whatever. And I love Impact. But AEW, I would say, is a failing wrestling company. For right now. Can it get better? Hopefully. Fingers crossed. I really need wrestling to make an uproar. But you got Tony Khan, who's the director of something and something and something, and he's Urban Meyer's friend, and then he's like, hey, well, Tifa would make a great Impact. So let's... Let's get into the second idiotic decision that Urban Meyer's made. Er, even Urban Meyer's job is to run the team. He's not the GM, but he can make the choices because he's Urban Meyer. So now, Jack, the Jacksonville Jaguars gave up 30 points per game last year. 
Obviously, that's a bad number right there. Um, if, if I gave you, you know, let's just say blank, blank people or blank, a blank person and I give you the numbers. Gardner Minshew, if he plays all 16 games last year, he throws for over 4,000 yards, 32 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. That's a good number. One would assume you don't need a quarterback. Well, there's this guy named Trevor Lawrence, and he's the generational can't-miss prospect, which I've already covered that I don't think Trevor is generational can't-miss, but whatever. If you think, if you think Trevor's can't miss, you can go check out the Why I Think Trevor Lawrence Might Be a Bust episode of the podcast. But let's get back to it. Jacksonville, they, quarterback wasn't the problem last year. So they, so what do they do? They take a quarterback. Okay, fine, whatever. You know, a lot of teams take quarterbacks when quarterback isn't the problem. So that's, that's nothing new with these NFL great organizations that I don't have a clue what they're doing in reality, but whatever. Um, so yeah, cool. Now, Buffalo, and I'm going to talk about teams drafting quarterbacks when they don't need a quarterback. Now, some of these decisions turn out pretty well. So, hey, it's whatever. But let's let's break down some of them. New York, they needed a quarterback when they took Sam Darnold. They took one. Did it work out? No. I think they took the wrong quarterback. So that's cool. The Bills, um, I do think they got rid of Tyrod Taylor. So, they did need a quarterback. Taking Josh Allen is completely fine. The Browns did not need a quarterback at number one. They signed Tyrod Taylor, or they traded for him, who had just led the Bills to the playoffs. Do you, need, do you really need a quarterback? No. Hugh Jackson's an awful coach, by the way. So, really, it doesn't matter <laughs> what, what they did. I thought they should have taken Saquon Barkley. Now, obviously, they take Baker, and they end up, signing, they end up drafting Nick Chubb and signing Kareem Hunt. So, running back was solved pretty simple anyway. Uh, so, they knew what they were doing, they knew who they liked in that draft class, so, and Baker's turned out to be a pretty decent prospect, so, I think there are times that it does work out, but, if, in reality, the Cleveland Browns were built on defense, they got, uh, Miles Garrett, they kind of built their defense first, then kind of went with the offense, so, the Jacksonville Jaguars have not been building their defense, they just said, hey, Trevor Lawrence, you demand, you demand, you demand, when, Quarterback wasn't the problem. But, okay, it's okay. Because everybody takes generational campus prospects at one, even if you don't need a quarterback. Like Joe Burrow last year. Andy Dalton won the problem in Cincinnati. But, okay. <laughs> well, let's take Joe Burrow. Cool. They take Joe Burrow. So, the Jags take Trevor Lawrence. Cool with me. Offensive line needs help. Defense needs help. Well, what about your second pick in the first round? Well, we had a thousand. Jacksonville had a thousand-yard rusher last year. So what is Urban Meyer going doing, the general manager? Urban Meyer says, let's take Travis Etienne, who's a good third down running back. You took a good third down running back in the first round. Why? If I, if I give you blank stats, if I give you stats with a blank player and said, here, you already took a quarterback, which you didn't need. So now let's talk about the running back. He ran for over 1,000 yards, I do believe. You know, let's look at the stats real quick because I would like to get my data right on this guy. Um, hmm. I just think it's a bad choice. Jackson doesn't tear So James Robinson, undrafted. He, in 14 games, he ran for over 1,000 yards, seven touchdowns, and had 
49 catches for 344 yards. Good season from him. Very good season for him. For an undrafted rookie, I do believe. Yep, undrafted. It's a very good season. <laughs> and a rookie. So please tell me, was running back a position of need for the Jacksonville Jaguars? Hell no, it wasn't. But Urban Meyer's a genius, right? He can do it. Urban Meyer's a genius, so it's okay if he takes or Travis E.T. in at 25 or whatever. Cool. Whatever. Another bad decision by the, one of the worst front organizations in the NFL. But okay, cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm down with it. Whatever. So then, after the draft, what do we get to? Oh, also, never mind. Let's, let's stick with the draft. Luke Farrell, fifth round t- selection at tight end, right? He was projected to go in the seventh round, but Urban Meyer picked him in the fifth because he recruited him to go to Ohio State. This is, you can't just hire people because they're your friends or you recruited them. This is the big leagues. This isn't, oh, well, you know, maybe, you know, hey, why not? This is like me if I ran a team and I just said, hey, I'm hiring my friends. This is, this is idiot, this is an idiotic decision. Idiotic decisions that he's been making throughout this draft. So then let's get past the draft. After he... <laughs> takes a quarterback when quarterback wasn't the problem in Jacksonville after he takes a third down running back in the first round and then he takes a tight end in the fifth round that's projected to go in the seventh round let's forget all that you know hey <laughs> let's forget that he hired the what a strength and conditioning coach that uh, has accusations of saying racist comments and overworking plays let's forget all that forget it who cares move on it's okay. It's a new day in Jacksonville. Jacksonville has hope because they think Trevor Lawrence is the next best thing. Cool. What do they do? Tim Tebow comes in for a workout in Jacksonville. Now I've talked about this Tim Tebow thing. It's stupid. But whatever. We're going to keep talking about it because Tim Tebow is great. Comes in for a workout. It's a publicity stunt. That's what I said. It should be a, pl- a publicity stunt. Tebow has nothing to bring to the Jacksonville Jaguars. The other day, Jacksonville Jaguars, in contract talks with Tim Tebow, he's coming to Jacksonville. Why? Idiotic decision once again by Urban Meyer. This is an all Urban Meyer decision. The coaches on this half said this is stupid. You shouldn't be doing it. He brings nothing to the team. I don't have a problem with it. And here's my problem with it. I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem with it necessarily because he's taking a roster spot. That's not why I don't like it. Because ultimately, you got 90 guys on roster right now. Only 53 can make it. If Tebow makes the roster, then we have a problem. Then I'm going to have a problem with it because he's not better than the undrafted tight ends that weren't drafted in the draft. But whatever. He's not, he's not better than Kerry Angelin, who was playing at NC State last year. And, you know, let's bring up Kerry Angelin's stats real quick. Because <laughs> I just want to I just want to crap on Tim Tebow right now. Because he he doesn't deserve it, but the Jacksonville Jaguars deserve it as, <laughs> as a stupid organization. So, uh, let's see. As a senior at NC State... You know, he caught in a shortened season, 27 catches, 412 yards, 6 touchdowns. He didn't really, I think he dropped maybe one pass, but I don't think he dropped 
any passes, to be honest. So, how is this better? And Terry Angelin can somewhat block. I'm not going to say he's the most amazing blocker ever. He's really not. But can he block better than Tim Tebow? Yes. Tebow. No, no. Let's see what Tim Tebow can bring to the team. I, I heard Skip Bayless telling me today that he's a locker room leader. He's a good team player. He didn't make the change to tight end seven years ago when it benefited the team. Didn't benefit Tim Tebow, so he said no. Tim Tebow is not a team player. He is one of the most selfish football players of all time. I'm not going to say most selfish people of all time, but most selfish football players. You can put him up there with, you know, Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers right now, making the spotlight look like, making them the center of attention. But whatever, Brett Favre still had some good years left, so I'm not even talking about Brett Favre. But Tim Tebow, Tim Tebow failed as an NFL quarterback. I think that's completely fair to say. Through under 50% completion, couldn't beat out Mark Sanchez. He couldn't even start when Greg McElroy had to start, but whatever. It's cool. So let's forget Tim Tebow. <laughs> let's forget that Tim Tebow was a failed NFL quarterback. Goes to baseball. Cool. Didn't really do that well in the baseball. His career average in the minors was 222. Okay. Whatever. I mean, that's not bad. It is better than what some people thought. Not bad. He retires from baseball. Cool. We don't have to talk about Tim Tebow anymore. He's going to go back to being a college football analyst. He's really good at that. No, 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 no. Jackson brings him in for a workout. Signs him, by the way. They're in talks of signing Tim Tebow. What can Tim bring to the Jacksonville Jaguars? You know what he ran in the 40-yard dash when he was in his 20s? A 4-7-1. He's a 6-2, 33-year-old guy who probably who I run faster than in a 40 time by right now, probably. Because I'm going to guess he runs a 4-8, 4-9 now. And I was running a 4-8 in the 8th grade, but whatever. <laughs> That's cool. Tim Tebow is such, such a great guy. He's, he's the most amazing person in the world. Cool. He probably runs a 4.849 now. Michael Vick with a pulled hamstring when running his 40-yard dash ran a 4.7 with a pulled hamstring. And Tebow ran that in 23 or whatever. Cool. Okay. He can't block. Okay. He can't run routes. I, I saw some highlights of him running routes in New York. He can't run routes. He can't catch. Ball hit him in the helmet because he doesn't know the timing of the routes because he didn't learn the timing when he was throwing the routes because that wasn't his thing. So not only can he not read defenses now, he didn't read defenses as a quarterback, he can't read them as a tight end to know, hey, on the option route, which way do I want to go? Which way is the defense looking? And so I have, like, he can't read option routes as a tight end. He couldn't read option routes as a quarterback, but now he can do it as a tight end? No, he can't. He can't block. This is, he's 6'2", the tight end, and I'm not going to talk about height that much, but he's 6'2", the typical tight end height is 6'4", now. And Kyle Pitts, who's been playing tight end, there are questions about his blocking, but Tim Tebow's going to be able to block at the end? No. I don't think Kyle Pitts can block. I think he should be playing wide out. I know for a fact Tim Tebow can't block anybody. So what is Jackson doing with him? He's going to run the wildcat on the goal line. Cool. Is he going to play special teams? Because he didn't want to do it in New York. But now he's going to do it in Jacksonville? And what's going to happen when Jacksonville's 0-3? <laughs> the Tebow chants are going to start coming. Oh, we want Tebow. We want Tebow. What are you going to do now, Urban Meyer? 
Because I, Urban Meyer would put in Tim Tebow, honestly. He'd be like, yeah, sure, come on. Why not? Uh, after this season, I'm going to retire anyway. Because, you know, ah, my heart. But <laughs> this is idiotic. Jacksonville's a terrible run organization right now. You have Tony Khan as the player personnel, something, something, something. And he said, well, Tim, Tim's going to be great. What can Tim do, Tony Khan? I, you spend more time running your wrestling promotions than you do helping the Jaguars. And both of them, I don't think, are very well, very well run. Hey, you don't even run the wrestling promotion half the time because you give all these people stupid contracts. And now you're doing an awful job running the organization that your father owns. This is stupid. This is idiotic. You cannot give me one good reason Tim Tebow should be an NFL tight end. If he makes the 53-man roster, then we have a problem. Right now, this I don't even have a problem with it right now. I just think Jacksonville's stupid. It's, it's not a problem now because it's a 90-man roster. Booker McFarlane said, you can go out in preseason and tell who's going to make the team and who's not going to make the team. But if he makes the team, then we have a, then it's a problem. There, he is not good enough to be on a 53-man roster as a tight end. Maybe as a third-string quarterback, but that's about it. He should not be an NFL tight end. And I say NFL third-stringer because... You can put him in the Wildcat as a third-string quarterback, and maybe he can learn an offense. The only offense I could ever see him being a third-string quarterback in is maybe Baltimore, and that's about it. <laughs> because Baltimore has the run-first offense anyway that Tebow basically runs anyway. This, this is Jacksonville being stupid, and what do you expect from the Jacksonville Jaguars? They haven't done anything since... <laughs> Even when they were good, they couldn't make good decisions. So what do I expect from Jacksonville? Man. This is stupid. Uh, I think some idiotic decisions have been made. And I'm entitled to my own opinion, just like everybody else is. But if I challenge anybody to give me a good reason why Tim Tebow is a Jacksonville Jaguar right now. I challenge anybody. Don't care who. you. If you can justify Urban Meyer's decisions as... A head coach slash general manager right now, I challenge you, you can come on the podcast and change my mind. Go ahead. But you can't. So there, there lies the problem. Urban Meyer will be a failure NFL coach, I bet. I'm not going to guarantee it because, I mean, Trevor could, Trevor could be one of the best quarterbacks of all time right now. I mean, but I highly doubt that. But there's always a chance. And as, as the Saints have proven, a quarterback can carry a coach. Sean Payton's, one of the, Sean Payton's looked at as a great coach, and he's really not. He's not a great offensive play caller, in my opinion. You go back and look at the games, you got plenty of plays in every game where you're like, what are they doing? So, you know, hey. As we've seen, the quarterback can make the coach look good, just like the Saints. So, hey. Anyways... Never my Urban Meyer stuff. Uh, Jacksonville's a very poor run organization right now. I have them in the bottom five with the Saints, Raiders, and uh, that I think they're three. I think you got to go Saints first, Raiders are second. No, Jacksonville's second, and the Raiders are three. So they are the, one of the top three worst run organizations right now, in my opinion. So yeah, <laughs> it's just idiotic, man. 
idiotic decisions lead to dumb plays, and then you get Tim Tebow. Whatever. Draft Tim Tebow in fantasy football, though, because I guarantee he's going to be scoring touchdowns. Urban Meyer's the head coach. Put in Tebow. Put in Tebow. Yeah, okay, Urban. Cool. Um, anyways, uh, thanks for listening to the 3-Ball Podcast. Uh, it's, just, it's only going to be like a 25-minute episode. So thank you for listening. Stay safe. Peace out.